0: Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell Podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to another episode of the Filter It Through a Brain Cell Podcast, where you get a little bit smarter, a little bit harder to fool every time you listen. And I just want to say this. I know, I know I've said this over <laughs> a couple times over the past 196 episodes. That I, I do realize how overwhelming it is to hear all these different fallacies and tactics and And you might be thinking, I'm never going to remember all these. And you're right. You're probably not. I don't remember all of them. And I have to research and record every single episode. That's okay. The point is, when you listen to these episodes, what it does is it's training your brain. It's training your brain to be able to ask questions, to be able to think well about different things. And you'll find yourself catching a fallacy that you see or hear And you won't know what the name of it is, but you'll just know there's something wrong with the thinking there, and it's going to make you think a little bit more deeply about it. That right there is the whole goal. If you remember some of the names, that's fantastic, but I don't want you to stop listening to this podcast because you're overwhelmed, because you think, oh, there's too many, I'll never remember them. Nope, you won't. That's not necessarily even the goal. The goal is to just get exposed to them, to hear about them, to learn the problem behind the thinking with each fallacy. And I promise you, your brain is absorbing it and it's teaching your brain how to think well. So good job. Hang in there. Keep going. Just keep learning because I promise it's going to pay off. Okay. So along those lines, let's start off by doing a quick review of a fallacy we covered earlier this season. And this is why I like to do reviews. I like to go back and hit some of the ones that we've done before. So that way you just get a refresher. So let's talk about the biased generalization fallacy. Okay. You want to hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what a biased generalization is. All right, so a biased generalization happens when you come to a conclusion about a group of people based on a small sample group that already has a bias about that topic. So it would be like asking all the people at a dog park whether they prefer dogs or cats. All right, well, clearly, if they're at a dog park, they already have a dog, and so they're biased towards dogs. So you're not going to get a good sample from the general public. So the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing a biased generalization is this. Are the people they asked already biased in some way? All right, if you want to review this fallacy or hear more about it, go back and check out episode 138. All right. A quick shout out and thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you're looking for good math curriculum, you might want to check them out. CTC Math uses video tutorials and summaries that are clear, complete, easy to follow. And this ensures that your child understands something before they're asked to practice it. Their curriculum uses worksheets and interactive questions based explicitly on the video tutorials that they just watched. So they even give you extensive reports that are super valuable in monitoring your child's progress. So if you want, you can check them out and start a free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com, and you can click the link in the show notes. All right, we are winding down this mini-series on propaganda tactics this week and next week, and today we're going to be talking about a tactic that falls under the category of falsehoods and distortions, which are techniques that attempt to fabricate the truth through lies, distortions, testimonials, repetition, or focusing on small kernels of truth, and the propaganda tactic we're talking about today is called quote-mining. Quote mining happens when someone removes a passage, a statement, or a quote from its surrounding context in such a way that it distorts the intended meaning. In simple terms, we would say someone is using a quote out of context in order to make it mean something else. All right, so here's a super simple example. Let's say your friend Grace is telling you a story about a class presentation she had to do. She says, my teacher told me you're the best student in the class. Okay, but what if, really, in the full context of the conversation, the teacher actually said, you're the best student in the class at drawing colorful posters. So you can see in this case, Grace used the teacher's statement out of context to make it sound like she was the best student overall, not just the best at making posters. Can you see how Grace took her teacher's statement out of context and left some of the necessary information in order to make it mean something from what it was originally intended to mean? Another example of this actually happens quite a bit with reviews of movies. Movie critics will watch movies and then they give a review of the movie. Then that review gets shortened into a short phrase that is used in advertisements for that movie. However, these quotes are often taken out of context. So here's a few. Here, here's just a one real life example. In 2010, the Vanity Fair magazine reviewed the television show Lost by saying it was quote, the most confusing, asinine, ridiculous, yet somehow addictively awesome television show of all time. But when the quote got printed, (laughs) the way that it was used is they were only quoted as saying the most addictively awesome television show of all time. That's what they ended up using in the promotional material. Okay, can you see how they took what was originally said completely out of context in order to make it sound better about the movie. So the problem behind quote mining is that it's intentionally misleading. It makes it look like someone said something that they really didn't say. And often people will quote mine in order to make things sound better or worse than they actually are, or to try to give credibility to whatever argument they're trying to make. Unfortunately, quote mining and taking things out of context, happens a lot with scripture. For example, I've often heard people say, well, the Bible says that money is the root of all evil. Okay, is that actually what it says? If you go look it up in 1 Timothy 6.10, it says this, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Okay, that's a very different meaning. We can't just pull words out of scripture and ignore everything around it. We have to take quotes and statements in the context they were given and they were meant in order to have accurate understanding. So the question to yourself, the question to ask yourself, if you think you might be facing quote mining or taking something out of context is very simple. What's the actual context this was meant in? What is the actual context this was meant in? All right, y'all. That's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question: Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell dot com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filterthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review and share this podcast with